Hey there, guys. Welcome to the Save Continue podcast, where every week we get together and talk about video games and video game-related stuff. As always, I'm Shanae Howard. With me are Thomas Shelby. Hi. And Ryan Robinson. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? First time here, glad to be here. <laughs> so what have you guys' uh, weeks been like? What have you been playing? Uh, it's been a good week. It's been a good week this week. I've been playing some of the original Nier, uh, and that's been going good. And I've been playing uh, Metal, Ge- Metal Gear Rising, which I've tried before and played for a couple hours and then got out of it. Do it again, play for a couple hours, get out of it. But I've been sticking it out. I'm farther in the game than I've ever been. And that game is so badass. Like, you're basically Cyborg Ninja Dracula. And uh, it's just a lot of fun. Like, it's got this parry system that's just so fun to do. It's just a lot of fun. Good game. What about you, Ryan? Um, I've been playing a lot of No Man's Sky this week. And as of this morning, I have the Platinum. Yeah, he's the proud father of a Platinum. Yeah, it's a a baby boy. Uh, And then we started Assassin's Creed Odyssey. This afternoon, and uh, that's a long one. Yeah, and I knew that going in, but you know, it's I feel like it's doable. Tell us today what you texted me about that game. About Odyssey. Yeah. What, what did Hold you on. text? Let me let me about climbing the statue. Oh yeah, so there's a part uh, very early in the game where you can climb climb up and around a statue of uh, Zeus. And the statue of Zeus, in, in, his, in this depiction, he is completely nude. And he, uh, so his, his pee-pee is, is rendered as well. And you can climb on the pee-pee. And uh, Kaylee and I were just sitting here. Uh, we were talking about something. And then as soon as we saw that, we both started giggling like Beavis and Butthead about it. And then immediately did it. Yeah. It's, oh, a, man. it's just a very large, flaccid uncircumcised penis in that video game sure and in a great chair and just a place to hang out yeah so i mean if you like <laughs> look if you like historically accurate video games and you like greek mythology and you like good statues they put, they put a bale of hay beneath it so you can dive from it <laughs> <laughs> no actually like so i've always thought the whole bale of hay thing was kind of suspect yeah. Uh, because they're jumping from such a great height that a bale right. of hay is really not going to help you. Well, now Actually, you're gonna like you're gonna you're gonna see that person fall. Sure, uh, but now yeah. it's not a bale of hay; it's a couple of bushes. That's okay. it. Oh, that's better. It's a couple that's of the, bushes. Actually, that's more suspect. Yeah, bushes have hard branches. Well, like they're like very small bushes too. So yeah. I don't know, but so far. Uh, so I'm so you get the choice to play as either Alexios or Cassandra. I've been hearing on the internet since the game came out that Cassandra is a better choice. Also, apparently, Cassandra is the canonical character. So been playing as her, and uh, so far it's pretty cool. Had some out of animus stuff early on. Didn't care for it. Luckily, it didn't last long. But so far the game's pretty pretty all right. And uh, that's uh, uh, that's all I've been playing, I think. 
Yeah. So I uh, finished saving my computer, installed my Windows 10 key, and so nice. I am up and running on nice. my tower. Nice. Nice. Uh, it's super nice playing games with the stark contrast to my 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 laptop, which was not great. What are you playing on that and, son bitch? Uh, so must same things I've been playing Master Chief Collection. Uh, now that it's my own computer, a lot of the old Atomi games that I haven't replayed because I wasn't gonna download all of them on Berto's computer. Sure. And a lot of them worked on my laptop, but like some of them just like didn't run very well. That's surprising. Um, it's like it's like PowerPoint basically, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it would just, like, take a really long time to load, and the game yeah. would just, like, crash a lot. Yikes. Um, yeah. But now they seem to be, like, working a lot better. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I really downloaded uh, Danganronpa. Like, not that I need a better computer, but, like, I, now that I have a, a computer and I want to play more games, I'm going to finally, like, uh, actually play that. Don't know necessarily when, though. And then, um... It's a commitment. I got paid, so I bought the the Pokemon DLC, nice. and I am seeing more of the complaints that we talked about last time, as far as uh, like on there. But overall, I still am pretty hyped about it. That's and all that I, it's not it's not enough to like it bothers me in the game, nor does it make it unplayable in my opinion. Yeah. Um. Oh, can then... I just say we went? I, I watched my sister play Animal Crossing. And I haven't touched Animal Crossing in a long time. And they've, got a lot. That, they've got that thing where you can, like, go to sleep and wake up on, like, a dream island. Have you guys done this? Yeah. Yeah. So I found a bunch of, like, codes online for, like, weird and funny islands, you know? Yeah. And we went to this island that was Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, you go in the Denny's. And it looks like a normal Denny's, and you go in the kitchen, and that's all normal. But if you go to the basement of the Denny's, there's bloody trash bags and like anatomy (laughs) dummies in the background. Cool. Yeah. Love it. Tom Denny's. Tom, real quick, tell 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 (laughs) tell Shanae the ice cream story. About Leia? Yeah, it's so cute. I love this story. It's so. <laughs> it's not game related. I don't care. It's really cute, and I feel like she'd love it. All right, I was watching my niece and uh, reading ice cream. You know, it's like those little single serving cups of ice cream. Yeah. Like Bluebell makes them, you know. Like you, it's like a paper lid on top. Yeah. And it's like yeah, a, yeah. yeah. So I finished my ice cream first because I'm large, you know. <laughs> large and I was telling large. her about how I was I was sad about my ice cream being gone. And she tried to give me her ice cream. Isn't that, that so cute? Sweet. <laughs> also, really sweet. gaming related, I helped her mod Minecraft. And she hugged me harder than she ever has. Because that's how, <laughs> she, how excited she was. So when you say mod Minecraft, what, what, what is that exactly? What the most? Like literally like, well, put, installing mods? Yeah, like okay. I installed this this mod for her that basically makes Minecraft a first person Pokemon game. Cool. So she was pretty psyched about that. Nice. Yeah. Cute, little, cute um, little, sweet little baby angel. Yeah, that's a, that's honestly about it. I've just... Pokemon, computer, and... Hey, computer's exciting, man. Yeah, computer's computer always exciting. Computer is really exciting. In fact, when I got I my computer... I took to Geek Squad this week, and they told me they can't fix it, so that's great, right? That sucks. 
<laughs> Did they say like <laughs> yeah. what the deal I'm was? I'm you to take it to Altex. Uh, they seem to think it's just fans, so I'm gonna try to replace the fans and see what happens. Uh, well, I hope they. I hope yeah. you get it fixed soon. Uh, getting a computer is a big deal, though. I made my mom take a picture of me with mine, so <laughs> I'm <a little> really excited. <laughs> um, and then through uh, through work, I'm gonna get a monitor here, and so I will have two monitors with my new computer. Cool. Nice. Now you look like a hacker and... man. I know. I yeah. just. I wish I had the one of the ones that were like went vertical. Yeah, you look like Hugh Jackman in Swordfish. Sure. Like... Yeah. He's a no, hacker. No, I haven't seen it. Uh, I I don't know what Swordfish is about, but I, isn't that the one with Halle Berry? Yeah, it's, yeah, Halle Berry's in it. That's all I know. Uh, there's a part in the movie where John Travolta tells Hugh Jackman to hack something with a gun to his head while a lady is going down on him, going down on Hugh Jackman. I mean. And he's trying to hack. Okay, good. And he does it. So. I mean, he's a multitasker. Yeah, good hacker. Good old Hugh. Yeah. <laughs> he's the greatest showman. So. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this week you guys wanted to talk about uh, games that are hidden gems. Yes. So I just figured, like, we used to do check it out, and that's kind of what that was. Yeah. We haven't done that in a while. A long time. Know? A very long so time. I figured it'd be fun to just do an episode where we go through some of our favorites. I've got a lot of them, and I'm sure... Wait. Huh? Are we supposed to be going through things we did a check it out on, or... No, 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 no. no, no. I haven't done a check it out on most of these. Yeah, I haven't done a check it out on any of these, but... Uh, yeah, I just thought it would be fun to go through some of these games that we felt went under the radar for most people. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm yeah. very stoked to hear what you guys have. So I have I have nothing but a segment. That's okay. <laughs> That's all right. I only have a handful. I think Ryan's probably going to have more than anybody. Uh-oh. Yeah. I mean, when we did the Check It Out, it made me play more games and more variety, and I liked when we did that. But yeah. um, in, like I was saying before the show, I don't really think of games that I play as hidden gems. Maybe it's because I'm into Tommy games, and that's a bit more niche. Like than, like, young. other genres. But, I don't know, it's just not, like, the way that, like, I perceive any of them. And I feel like calling any of them hidden gems is, like, a disservice. See, so for me, it's, like, it's, like, those games that are really good games. But, like, their sales weren't great. So, obviously, a lot of people missed them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I also just don't know game sales. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so what, what do you got, Tom? Or do you want to go first, Ryan? Uh, Tom, go first. Oh, sweet little Bubba. Uh, First game I have is a game called Child of Eden. So you guys may remember Child of Eden from the launch of the Xbox uh, 360's Kinect. Yep. Uh, It was also there at the launch of the PlayStation 3 Move. It it rings zero bells. I did not know it was on the... I worked when this game came out. Wait, is, like, is, I worked at GameStop, and I only remember the Connect version. Is it like a shoot 'em up of sorts? So, Child of Eden <laughs> is a, a real shooter. Okay. It's a Gucci game. Like uh, music game. It's, okay. Yeah, sort of. Right. It's it's like Res. It's a successor to Res, uh, and everybody loved Res, but nobody played this one. And I think it's because it was so heavily tied to those 
you know, motion control. Uh, well, it was a watch game, wasn't it? For motion control, yeah. Uh, so, like, those games but, are not really known for being good. Right. But, it, like, I'm here to tell you, one, you don't have to play it with that shit. You can play it with a regular controller. Nice. And it's, act- and it's better to play it with a regular controller. And it's fucking amazing, man. It's it's res. Like, if you liked res, you will like this. But, like... It got you know, a lot of it, really high, like, review scores. Yeah. And it had the advantage of, like, being so much later than res was. So, visually, it just looks so much better. It's like a fucking kaleidoscope, you know? Uh, obviously, this is the studio that would become... It's Q game, so it's the guys that would become enhanced, right? So, it's the same guys that brought you, like, Tetris effects and stuff like that later on. Uh, but if you're into res and really trippy, weird music games, uh, you should definitely check it out. It's it's really cool. And there's, like, weird FMV shit in there, too. So. Apparently, it was, uh, like, presented or marketed, like, uh, I'm reading about it right now, uh, yeah. as, like, an experiment on synesthesia. Which... I don't know what that is. So it's, like, whenever you, uh, like taste words or like mm. assign a, like a color to a number like it's whenever your like senses like combine okay so like and he does yeah. weird shit like that you know but like it's just fantastic really good music really good visuals um yeah might give you a seizure and it's a lot of fun <laughs> what else you got what else you got <laughs> what else what else you got <laughs> Uh, I got this game that I've talked about before called El Shaddai Ascension of the Metatron. So I'm not too much of a religious guy. Uh, Not at all, as a matter of fact. But I I tend to like works of fiction that center around religion. And I guess the book that this is based off of, even though it is as old as the the Bible, it is considered to be non-canon, which is really funny to me. Uh, but yeah, you play as this guy, Enoch, who gets sent, sent down by God to like bring back these angels that have fallen to earth, uh, who are, you know, causing a ruckus and fucking humans and shit. And, uh, <laughs> it's really weird, right? Like it's, it's such a weird game, but like, so it's a, it's a third person action game. Uh, think like Bayonetta or Devil May Cry only. The combat is way, way more simple. Uh, the combat basically works with like a rock, paper, scissor mechanic. And uh, there's some light platforming. But like, it does the whole near thing where it shifts perspectives, right? So it'll like switch from like behind the back to a fixed angle to side scrolling. Uh, but like, it's just such a weird weird way of storytelling and the visuals again like you've not seen a game that looks like El Shaddai you know it looks really weird like I guess uh, Greece that came out a couple years ago is like the closest comparison but still they're completely different you know yeah a lot of weird like iridescence in, in a lot of the textures and just like I, I remember know. the uh the cover art was like all blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just like it was just very bright. Like, yeah. Oh, it's not. It's not like it's one tone, but they all kind of blend together. 
But yeah, it's just a super weird game, and nobody's fucking heard of it, man. Like, it, it's, I don't know, it, it's kind of a shame. Like, there are better third-person action games, you know, even of that generation. Uh, but there's just nothing that looks or sounds like this game, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> and I just think it's really special. It's it's really cool. Uh, next, I've got a game called Machin X, which I talked about not too long ago. Which is an Atlas published, uh, Atlas developed, uh, Dreamcast, and I think they later made a PS2 port of it. First person sword fighting game, uh, which you wouldn't think would work on a console that has one analog stick, but it works really well. And the character's designs are super persona, you know? I want to say yeah. they're working on this uh, not too long after Persona 2. And, uh, like, you can definitely see that. Um, yeah, just a really weird fucking game. Again, there's uh, there's not a game like this game, you know? Like, there are first-person sword fighting games, right? The fucking Elder Scrolls is yeah. first-person sword fights, or it can be, right? Uh, but it's different. You're, like, slicing them up and then doing, like, fucking Dante flips over their heads and shit, right? Like, all in first-person. Uh it's just really weird. It's really cool. Uh, Abs Abs is the only other person I know that like knows this game. You know. Yeah, I'd, ne I'd never and, heard of it before. Uh, you mentioned it before. Yeah. Uh, apparently, it was getting it was getting made and got uh, published at the same time that Persona Two did. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, which is weird, right? Because like, yes. PlayStation 2 was getting ready to come out around then. But, yeah. um, and then the last thing I have for my personal picks is Tatsunoko versus Capcom. Which is funny because in the FTC, you hear a lot of people talking about this game. Yeah. But, like, sales would show you that not a lot of people actually bought this game. It was Wii only, right? It yep. was only for the Wii. It's this weird fucking company that most Americans don't know. You know, uh, and it's just such an interesting crossover fighting game. That, like, you got to remember, this is before Marvel vs. Capcom 3, right? So this is where we see the introduction of, like, Frank West. Uh, but, like, you also get all of these other weird Capcom characters that either hadn't been in a crossover game before then or, or some of them haven't been since, right? Well, we have, like, Onibusha characters... Lost Planet characters, Rival Schools characters, like... And then all, the Tatsunoko side's super cool, too. I don't know shit about any of them. Sure. But they're really neat. No. Yeah. But, like... Um, it was one of those games that, like, <clears throat> the only people that came in to buy it were people yeah. who, like, reserved it online. Or, like, they were coming to the store to buy the games they knew we had it in stock. Sure, sure. Uh, it was it very very rarely was it picked up by like the casual person for sure. But like, what's neat about it, like yeah, it's this bright, vibrant crossover Capcom game. So like, it's gonna sell. It's not gonna sell, but you know, people will take to it based on that. But like, it's got universal air dashes, which is really weird for a Capcom fighter. Uh, it's got burst, which is kind of weird for a Capcom fighter. And it's got this really weird system called Baroque. So basically what Baroque is, is that anytime you can activate it 
and use your red life like uh, you sacrifice your red life to perform cancels. So the more red life you sacrifice, the more damage you, that you do. And you can use this for obviously extending combos, but you could even use it to like uh, make things safe on block, you know? Can you accidentally so, KO yourself doing that? I don't think so, because okay. it's just red life, okay, right? right. Uh, but yeah, you can just do like some very, very creative things with it. And I just think it's, uh, it's a really cool game. With Dolphin becoming more and more popular and people emulating this game now and the online version uh through dolphin is actually actually runs quite well it seems like more people are picking up the game um but yeah just fantastic fighting game is dolphin like a, a wii emulator it's a wii gamecube emulator yeah. okay cool really cool all right what you got ryan uh all right y'all uh strap. what else you got <laughs> Uh, I'm waiting for this one of y'all was like, I got. <laughs> I got. All right, so um, I got a, quite a few, but uh, one of the ones I wanted to bring up first, which is a game I don't, a franchise really that I don't really talk about like hardly ever, is Chase HQ. Uh, oh, yeah. Chase HQ is, uh, it's a game, it's a franchise that goes way, way back. Uh, I don't think they've made a recent game in like 25 years. I think the last game that came out was like 25 years ago. Um, and so based for, if you don't know, Chase HQ, the basic premise is, uh, you are a police officer who, uh, drives a sports car and chases <laughs> criminals and rams their car until they stop driving. Um, and, the, okay. and so it's kind of like, it's, it's mostly in that regard, it's mostly a racing game, except, uh, the object of the game is to make the person ahead of you just... It, crash so you can arrest them uh they made a few of Hence those the chase sure uh so they made a few of those games and i always thought they were really cool and i don't know a lot of people who have heard of them um they, i i never have yeah, nor so, have i seen any of these so there was they actually did a uh they did they took hhq in a really cool direction for one game where instead of ramming the instead of you ramming the other car uh, they gave you a sh uh, uh, a shoot button so that whenever you pressed it, your partner would stand up in the passenger seat and just like start blasting with this hand cannon he had at the other car. And it was like <laughs> the coolest thing I'd ever seen uh, at nine years old. But um, sounds like the raid. <laughs> it's, it's it's a really cool game. And then I think the and I might be wrong, but I think the last game that they that they came out with was for the Super Nintendo, and this one was in first person. And it was doing some really cool things uh, at the time because, like, damage modeling was kind of not that much of a thing back then. Uh, but that was kind of, like, a big part of the aesthetic of, of Chase HQ. And what they did was, uh, in this one, whenever you rammed the other car, like, you would see, like, your car getting messed up, like, as you, like, did more damage, as you rammed their car more and more. And, like, when the guys would shoot at you, like, uh, like you see bullet holes in your windshield and stuff like that. And it was just really cool. Um, all of these games can be beaten in like one sitting, but they were all, I always thought they were really awesome. Uh, and I got another one on here called, um, called Azure Sky. Uh, mm -hmm. so it's a PS1 game and the core conceit of the game is that you live in this small town and 
this town is like in some sort of decline. So you are tasked with revitalizing the town. And to do so, you have to go into this mysterious tower on the outskirts of town and kill monsters and bring things back that you can use to upgrade the town. And when you go into, every time you go into the tower, you take, uh, you take a monster with you. And usually it's a monster that you got out of the tower to begin with. And each monster gives you different powers uh, to give you different attacks. And like the higher up you get, the harder the monsters get. And of course, the better the rewards. Um, it's like a dungeon crawl. Yeah. Uh, except like you're going upwards instead of downwards. <laughs> sure. <yeah. laughs> so, uh, it's, not, it's not a pyramid scheme. It's a multi-level market. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call it a dungeon crawler. You're going upwards, okay? So, but um, it's not a pyramid. It's a funnel. Yeah, it's it's really cool. And I think I've in my life I've heard like of one other person mention this game, um, but the reverse dungeon crawler. Yeah, the, the reverse cr- the dungeon climber. Um, yeah, it's, it's yeah reverse cowgirl. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's the reverse cowgirl of dungeon crawlers. <laughs> Um, but it's cool like you get like little like you get more shops in the town at some point you get like different recreational facilities uh for for the townspeople and like people get are happier because they have more stuff it's it's a it's a whole thing yeah i've never heard of it uh what's it for what ps1 you say yeah ps1 what is it called azure sky like a-z-u-r-e sky oh um, and then I have another one that I, I did talk, I did do a check it out on this a few years back, um, called Steambot Chronicles. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically it's, okay, I'm going to preface this by saying that most times I fucking hate steampunk. I think steampunk is the <laughs> most lame thing. There are two times. I think this may have been how you started your check it out. <laughs> there are two times. It, make, it just makes me think of that fucking Key and Peele dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Umbrellas and balloons and shit. Uh, <laughs> so there are two times when I'm okay with steampunk. The first is the Will Smith, Kevin Klein movie, Wild Wild West. Uh, the second <laughs> is this game. This has been stated. Uh, so basically, the, so the, the whole thing of the game is you have... A, uh, a walking, a bipedal robot called a steambot, and uh, what mm-hmm. you're doing is you're tra- you're you're uh, you're this guy who wakes up with amnesia, and you were found by this band of musicians, uh, and you kind of just start, you kind of just take up with them, and then, and as they travel from place to place, you know, to perform music, you kind of you serve as their escort, and uh, on your on your steambot, and you fight enemies on for them and uh every once in a while like a boss battle will happen and the cool thing about the steam bot is it can be outfitted to serve different purposes uh for either the mission that you're going to that you're about to do or for different side uh, activities that you can do to make money like for example you um there's this there's these people that are like hey we need you to we need somebody to haul a bunch of planks uh from the lumber yard for us so you can go to an outfitter and get uh, get something on like put on your steam bot that allows you to haul uh, lumber and you know use that to make money uh, and you or you can fight in a Coliseum to make money that way too but um, it was uh, so that was a I found this game around the time when like I was actively going out of my way to buy every Atlas game that I saw 
and uh, this was this was and out of all the Atlas games that I played, this is definitely uh, one of my favorites. Um, I will say that overall, the uh, it's completely voice acted, but like all the acting is really bad. But uh, they do allow you sign of the time. Yeah, they do allow. You, what the funny thing about it is, like in the instruction book, they're like really smug about it because like they they expressly state that there that there is no Japanese voiceover for the American version of the game and they basically say something along the way something along the lines of like deal with it or something like that just like <laughs> but it's like i don't know it's, it's it's i'll have to find it but uh yeah uh but you could also um you could also uh, uh be a street musician to raise money and like you can play different instruments like a guitar or a tambourine or a harmonica or a tambourine. Yeah. And like I mean, it's and steampunk. Like, Why a, wouldn't there be tambourine? Sure. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Tambourine Man. <laughs> uh, and, like, it's got a very, like, a very simplistic, like, rhythm game interface for you to, like, do that with. And, uh, and it's, and, like, it's, it's, it's a cool game. I like it. Um, I haven't been able to play it for a while because I haven't really had a PS2 hooked up. But um, mm. I would play it uh, again mm. if I, if I were to set that up. Uh, another one. Binary Domain. I uh Oh man. I fucking love this fucking game. Uh so it's a it's a third person shooter uh that came a third person squad based tactical shooter that came out uh that was made by Sega um for the 360 and I bl- probably I think the PS3 also. Yeah, it was. Yep. Uh so uh, basically, the whole thing of this game is you're this you're this uh, special forces guy, and there's uh, you're sent in because there's some kind of robot uprising happening, and then in quelling that uprising, you unearth a larger conspiracy having to do with like other robots. So you and your team have to go fight these robots. Uh, and... I forget sometimes how much you hate androids and robots. <laughs> so like, it's, it's why he hasn't played Near Automata. <laughs> so I think a lot of people get the, like okay a lot of people think that I hate robots and I don't necessarily hate, hate robots. Robot. He I, loves the Terminator. I love, but it's, here's the thing: I feel like the Terminator is a. You know what? Never mind. I'm not going to get down that rabbit hole. I'm just saying, like the amount thing. of like hatred in your voice right now, where you're like robots before yeah. this. Well, it's, to, it's to very be fair, to like not to hate be robots. fair, the entire game they're shooting at you. That is really cool. That's one part of that game I remember being really cool is when you're shooting up those fucking robots and they're yeah. falling apart. Yeah, like and like they don't give up. Like you shoot off their legs, yeah. they're still crawling at you, like shooting at you. Yeah. Um, I think really and it's and it's the same guy who made the Yakuza series, so of course you love it. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess that's why I like it. But like um, those squad commands, though, man, it's I just really it. well. Like that's the thing too is that like. A lot of games that I played that had squad command stuff in it, like, you could almost completely ignore that stuff um, because the AI will just, like, do what they're going to do anyway. So I usually, I pretty for the most part, I, I ignored all that stuff. And the so game, this one had the voice commands, right? Yeah. So, so I you, tried. Yeah. I was trying to get that shit to work. And I, yeah. Uh, never well, like, it. a lot of the, and especially a lot of the, ga- a lot of the games that came out, um, I think, like, between, like, 07 and... 2013 like a lot of the games that try to do stuff with voice commands like the voice commands were like that shit usually didn't work right um i don't know if you guys remember there was a game called lifeline that came out uh for the ps2 and like you only control the character with voice commands but apparently that that shit worked really bad so um 
Anyway, like, uh, so uh, the funny thing about binary domain is it goes in, like, this really weird place where at some point uh, everybody realizes that the robots can self-replicate. I, I, I shouldn't say self-replicate. They can have sex with humans and the robots can get pregnant and then you can be half robot. That's and, what I like. And so there's a part I, I, there's a part near the end of the game where like somebody who's been in your team the whole time. You're gonna make a robot, someone's gonna fuck it, I guess. <laughs> she's been I in mean, your team <laughs> She's been in your team the whole time and then she finds out all the shit about herself and she feels like I found out that I'm half robot. And then now all like and that knowledge unlocked like all these like abilities in her like she could jump through. it's it's a whole it's a whole weird It'll thing if you think it, you can, <laughs> if you can believe it, it it's real i've and I, i've and i'm pretty sure that the derogatory term they used for robots in that game was bucket heads but <laughs> uh <laughs> but it's a good game nonetheless i i like i liked it a lot um <laughs> And, uh, but, oh, by the way, if you're going to play it, it is out on Steam, but I feel like that port is not great. So, if you can get it for the 360 or PS3, you should go that route. Um, oh, that route. Uh, let's see. Oh, so this, this is one that I played more recently. Uh, it's called West of Dead. And, oh, I remember seeing that. So, in the game, you are a cowboy who has been killed and you are in purgatory and you're trying to find your way to the afterlife. Um, but for some reason, nobody can make it to the afterlife. It's all gunked up with a bunch of bullshit happening. So, uh, you fucking afterlife. Yeah. It's just, it's been fucked for years, but, uh, you basically, you go, it's the way I describe this game is it is almost literally, Dead Cells, if you took Dead Cells, you made the view isometric and replaced all the swords with guns. Uh, but Weird. but otherwise it is is almost completely identical. Like like the same upgrade system, like the same progression system, like all that is like basically the same. Um so that being said, as someone who likes Dead Cells a whole lot, this game was I like Dead Cells, I like Cowboys, and also I like Ron Perlman, who voices the, the, the protagonist. So all those put together made for a pretty badass game to me. Um, it's, I played it because I saw it, on, um, I saw it on Game Pass, and I was like, I'll, just, I'll try this. And it's, it's, really, it's, really, it's really, really cool. Um, I think it's still in early access right now, but um, it, seems like a, it seems finished. But I haven't heard a lot of people talk about it. Um, I know that the game has been shown a few times, but I don't think I've heard of a lot of people playing it. But um, it's a really <clears> cool <throat> game. Like you can, um, like basically, you uh, it's cover based. So like every time you're in cover, you're always like when you're trying from cover, you're always safe. But your cover degrades as it takes damage, so you kind of have to keep moving around. Um, and one of the ways that you can kind of get an advantage over a room full of enemies is like turning on like you know, igniting different like light sources because that stuns them temporarily and you can do extra damage to them while they're while they're stunned. Um, but as you're running through from room to room, you like you're finding different guns and, and uh, like other secondary weapons. Like there's a uh, there's a throwing knife that you can get that freezes enemies 
and then you can kind of, and then you can do extra damage to them while they're frozen. Uh, but it's like as some, like again, it's it's basically dead cells with guns, and that's so it's it's really cool. Um, let's see. Oh, there's a there's a game that Tom and I started playing a few years back um, when when we both had computers called Grim Dawn. And, oh yeah, Grim Dawn was great. Uh, so that's popular though. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I can't speak to... Like, I don't know how popular any of these games are. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah. only base it on, like, whether or not I've heard other people talk about it. Sure, sure. Uh, so... Go ahead. Do you want to want to run through your list, or... Go ahead. You're ready, you're ready to give some opinions. Uh... What? What? <laughs> I'm asking, does he... Like, he obviously has a list of games. Do you yeah. want to go through and name them all, or am I good? Oh, I could name them. I guess I don't know. I'm not under- I'm Wait, sorry. Like- I'm sorry. I'm really like. I'm. I'm being honest. I'm like. I'm not understanding the question. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't. I'm sorry. So you were like mumbling and like being like um and like going through your list. So I was like, all right, are you like you don't want to talk about the rest of them or? Oh, I mean. Or I, like I ca- or no, he's like been talking about them. Well, yeah, I'm saying like long pause this time, so I just didn't know if he needed a lifeline where he no, was like uh, done with it and like wanting to, wanting to finish, or if like I'm kind of I'm kind of I'm kind of jumping around, so I I think the best thing to do would have been to just go down instead of jumping around. Uh, That's okay. Fuck, I lost my train of thought. Oh, so um, Mutant Football League, I did a check it out on this uh, a few years back, like around when it came out. Uh, have you guys, have either of you guys ever played Mutant League football? Uh, no, but I've seen it. So, first of all, Mutant League football is great. Like, if even if you don't like football video games or sports video games, like, you should actually play Mutant League football. Because it's just, like, it's just so silly and weird because, like, you can kill the other players. I mean, the hockey one, too. Yeah, the hockey one's really good. But, like, they're, like, you'll be on football fields with, like, that, like, that have mines on them. And so, like, the guy will be running with the ball, he'll step on a mine and explode, and then the ball will drop, and then you can uh, grab it. So, basically, uh, Mutant Football League is the spiritual successor to that game. Uh, and I, it's made by, like, the same people who made the original game. Um, and they even got, they got the announcer from NBA Jam to, uh, to be the announcer in this game. So, that was, that's really cool. Um, and it's basically, it's, 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 it's almost literally the same game from, uh, from the Sega Genesis which is like some updated like updated graphics and everything and like that obviously the teams yeah. are different but while the teams are different like the 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 makeup of those teams is still identical uh but uh it's still like it's i think they they what they've done is they have taken like the like the core idea of mutant league football and added a few different other uh, like uh, some other variants to the to the game like uh one of the things that they added was uh like weird like sandworms could jump out of the out of the ground and like grab the player and kill him and then uh, and stuff like that but like even like one of the things that I, I remember doing like as a kid and something that I, you can still do in this game is that uh you can bribe the ref so he'll make all these bullshit calls oh yeah, yeah. it's like he'll make all yeah. these bullshit calls so like the other team loses all this yardage like like and like uh the other team will get ready to snap the ball and then the whistle will blow he's like penalty on number 64 for nose picking Five yards, and they'll have to go back five yards because the dude was picking his nose. And then that'll happen a few times until the other team wises up and kills the ref. And then, uh, and then they have to get another ref who like can't be bribed. But uh, 
I don't know. It's a, it's a fun game, and like uh, I think it like it's it's simple enough to where because I'm not I'm not a I don't play I don't play Madden or uh, I don't play Madden or anything like that. So I don't under, I don't actually I mean, understand. It's basically football. the same. Yeah. Well, like I don't actually <laughs> I don't actually understand football. So like a game like this that's silly and like really really simple without all the strategy of actual football video games is like perfect for me. Um, but. Like, cause I I I also don't I really don't think we're gonna get another mutant league game like ever, uh, which is a shame, because they really should do that. But I remember watching you play that one. Yeah, um, and I actually I had an idea in my head like a while back that like I never never got around to because I'm just I'm lazy. But like I thought it would be really fun to get some friends together and like have like a little mutant football league tournament just to see who who won and because uh, <laughs> it's just it's just such a silly time. Um, so the next one is Tormentor X Punisher. I did a check oh, it out on this. Oh man, you were way into Dude, that Dude, Tormentor X Punisher is, like, such a <laughs> rad game. And, like, it's a game that I played, I think I, I got up to, like, 80 hours in that game, and I still have no idea, like, how most of the mechanics work. So, <laughs> uh, so like, you, you, it's, it's a, um, it's an endless horde game. And you get different upgrades by pulling off different things at like during that run. Like if you uh, if you get enough kills like by doing enough like by uh, bullets ricocheting off the wall, that's one upgrade. Or if you get enough kills by like causing somebody to electrocute someone else, that's another upgrade. It's a whole it's a whole like weird system that I never quite figured out. Uh, but it's fun because it's, it's like it's it's super violent, super loud, uh, and like the the character that you play is like as she's killing guys she's like just yelling swear words the whole time which is like i'm 35 a lot of screaming yeah it's a lot of screaming i'm 35 years old and that's still that's still like super entertaining to me like i, I still i'm still like really <laughs> into that stuff um and it's one of those uh it's one of those games where like every time i play it uh and i did this i do this with both uh, left for dead games too it's like every time i play it i watch the beginning cutscene every time i don't know why it's the same. It's still dumb. It's more dumb every time I watch it, but I still watch it every time. But it's animated in an interesting way, though. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, it's got, like, kind of a, um, kind of a, it's got kind of, like, an MTV cartoon kind of vibe. Um, like liquid television? Yeah, like, like liquid television, yeah. Yeah. Um, there was, uh, then the next one is uh, Phantom Dust, which uh, I believe was slated for, like, a reboot recently, but they, then that didn't, ended up not happening. I know they re-released it on PC and I think Xbox One not long ago. Yeah. But I don't it wasn't really a reboot as much as it was just like an up-resed version, I think. Yeah. So it was kinda like I don't know, it was um it's it's probably one of the more interesting approaches to a deck building video game that I've seen. Uh still in that game. I think like the original Phantom Dust is like fifteen years old at this point. Um so what you do is you, you get your card together and all your cards are different spells, and then you and your opponent go into this arena, and you play like you play these you play the different cards to do different spells at each other, but you're still running around like trying to dodge each other's spells and stuff, and it's yeah. and like you're flying around the level, and um, it doesn't get any. There's nothing more to it than that. Uh, that's just it's it's, it's that um, play cards and fly around. <laughs> yeah, and it was like and it's it's cool though, you know, and because I think like even now like a lot of uh, every deck building game that I've seen recently is like either you are literally like sitting at a table like playing like de- like playing cards or there's some other kind of graphic interface like a like a slay the spire sort of thing 
but like very rarely are you like directly controlling your character like dodging the other cards that you dodging the cards that the other player is like is playing um so i i don't know i i was really stoked for uh when they said that they were doing stuff with phantom dust and then i guess just i think maybe didn't garner enough interest i i don't know so i mean hand of fate was like you get dealt a hand and you go into like like you're in a small arena, right? Yeah. But with, yeah. with several enemies. Yeah, and so like the so you deal like the you play a few different cards. You get you have your weapon card, and then you have the arena card, and then you have the cards that say what kind of enemies are going to be in that level. That's right. That's right. Um. So the the first game and that's the the first hand of fate was was it was a cool concept, but like a lot of the environments and enemies are like very samey. Yeah, and um, but hands of uh, hand of fate too, like actually, like kind of like they they flesh that out a lot, and but it's still uh, more quite variety. different from Phantom Dust. Yes, very very much so, because yeah. um, Phantom Dust didn't have any like melee combat. It was like all right, like you were shooting fireballs or lightning at each other, and I don't think sure. you had anything where like you were like swinging a sword or anything. Um, so the next one is called uh, Cryptarch. Uh, so, so the the core conceit of this game is that you bought me this. I bought you that, right? Uh, yeah, because I bought it was one of those games that I thought was so cool that I was like, you know what? I bet Tom would like playing this too. Yeah. Uh, I believe you did not, but <laughs> <laughs> it does look like a Ryan Robinson ass game, though. <laughs> it's, it's really neat. It's it's really neat. Like you know, you are you're in a um, you're in this like kind of like this like this flying mech suit. And you go into these derelict ships to, uh, I guess, uh, you, your task is usually to like disable like the like the central core of the of the ship, so that you can so that like your crew can like uh, scavenge it, uh, and you'll get bonuses by like leaving certain things functioning or disabling specific things, like you might get a bonus for like you know leave the security system intact or like disable the shield system or disable the self repair system. Um, and you just go through each of these, each of these different ships, they're procedurally generated and they have, they all vary in, in, in difficulty. And like, obviously the more difficult the ship is supposed to be, the better the rewards. Um, but it's, it's cool, but like, it's cool, like flying, like in this 360 space and like, and like strafing around, like, while like shooting, like, like, while shooting, like, like two, like, uh, these two, uh, giant machine guns on the ends of your hands and, and, uh, like watching all the shell casings fly off and like all the explosions happen. It's, it's really, it's a really neat game. Um, I was never very, I was never any good at it as with most games, but I always thought the concept was really as cool. As is tradition. <laughs> as it was tradition in the Robinson clan. <laughs> I'm doing my lineage proud. Um, I don't know. I, I actually, I actually do think that I'm the only person in my, family that that plays video I mean, games i just try to about try to explain any of these games to your ancestors like a hundred years ago <laughs> well, like i try to explain like any video game to them like, <laughs> <laughs> well like yeah because i i think video games are like like when you well like when you when you're in them like as like in present day like you look at video games and you're just like okay that's neat but like when you think of, when you actually sit down and think about like the concept of like a lot of video games and like what you do in these video games, it's like it's actually like really weird. Uh, like a lot of these, a lot of these <laughs> games are like super fucking like the, like Phantom Dust. Like, this is a weird fucking game, but I loved it. Um, monkey Ball. Yeah, yeah. Like oh yeah, like with the Monkey Ball, it's like so basically, 
you have a monkey, right? <laughs> you put him in and the you... ball. <laughs> and then, like, and, and then, then mini games. And the mini games. <laughs> and you, you got to try not to fall off the edge. And then someone will say, you mean like Marble Madness? Like, no, it's not Marble Madness. There's a <laughs> monkey in the ball. <laughs> Sometimes it can pop it open and fly a little bit, goes a little further. It's just you have to play it. Just, just don't talk about it until you've played it. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, oh, so um, beat down fists of vengeance um, is a Capcom game that came out for the PS2 and, and uh, original Xbox, and uh, it's a it's I think this is around like is the mid two thousands. When brawlers were really starting to kind of like kind of taper off a little bit at the time, uh, this is a is a in a pre Castle Crashers world, um, and so basically you're just you're you're you play as one of four characters uh, who was betrayed by their former gang boss, and you are traveling you are making your way through the city, beating people up and recruiting people into your gang so that you can take down the gang boss. Which is ironic because the last boss fight is just you guys. It's just you and him. So what was the point of the game? But uh, <laughs> to make sure but that y'all were the but top. You're recommending it. <laughs> no, but I mean the game uh, is the game is fun though. Um, so yeah, you, yeah. so you're basically you're going throughout the city and like you're fighting different guys and then uh, at some point like if you you can decide like after you beat them you can decide are you going to kill the guy or are you going to recruit him to your gang. Um, and so, like, different guys have, like, different skills. Like, some of them are better with certain weapons. Some of them are better at certain fighting styles. Um, sometimes, like, a gang member or a member of your gang what's, might get... What's that? What's wrong with Raven's face? Don't worry about his face, man. He's just... Look, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's had... Look, these, they've all had a hard time. Okay? Uh, but, like... Also, uh, all, uh, all these character models look very Payday-esque. This, I don't know why, but, like, I, well, this as soon as I like, saw it, I was like, oh, these are... This yeah, this is like, yeah, this is like late, late, like late Xbox One or late yeah. original Xbox rather. Uh, and so, on PlayStation Two, yeah. yeah. Um, but like sometimes, like you'll have an you'll have a moment where a, a moment where uh, uh, one of your gang members might get arrested, so you have to go to the precinct uh, and fight all the fucking cops and then bust them out. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to go have to go in and pay bail. No, you literally walk <laughs> in the <laughs> You literally walk into the police station and just fight all the cops and then you get your you get your buddy out. It's a fun game. It's yeah. a, it's a fun time. Um I can't remember. I feel like at, at I know that you're looking at it right now, Shana. I don't know if the game had multiplayer in it. I feel like it did, but Oh, I just get screenshots of oh, okay. the game. Yeah. That's I, what the fuck is wrong with Raven's face? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I always played as Gina, but, um, so yeah. So then the next one I have is, uh, disc, disc jam, disc jam. Uh, a lot of Isn't people, this like kind of wind jammers. I mean, it's wind jammers. If you took out all the special moves, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but it's a game. I don't remember. I think it was a PS plus game at some point. I believe so. Yeah. Uh, it's very simple. You got you have one disc, two players. You throw the disc back and forth. Try to make the disc fly past the opponent and into the goal. First person to however like many pong. points. It's basically pong. Uh, <laughs> but it's uh, so you'll so 
like the strategy is catching the disc and repositioning yourself in a way that you can throw it to kind of trip the other person up. Uh, this is a game that Kaylee and I played a lot of when we first started dating. We had a very intense rivalry. I came out on top. <laughs> and uh, well, I came well, out. Well, obviously, if you lost, I'm, I'm you would have broken up. If I could hear her say something in the background. So she's, 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 like, look, she's being silent because she knows that it's true. Okay? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. She's not going to embarrass you in front of all your internet friends. <laughs> that is actually not true. She will absolutely do that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, it's 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 very it's a very simple. I think they're like there are different characters that you can choose. Um, they all they all have different styles of the way that they throw the disc and like some of them like do like curve throws and other ones do like spiral throws and stuff like that. Um, but like it's a very easy game to just like pick up and get into. Um, it's again it's just it it is like it's it is it's close. I would say it's closer to pong than windjammers. Uh, but either way, it's a good time, and I don't know actually how much it costs because I didn't play. I didn't pay for it. Fourteen ninety nine. Nice. Um, so, kill switch on top of it. Uh, kill switch. I have a computer now. You can't fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> Look, today I will. I promise you, I will never fuck with you again. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I will wait for this moment. You know, I will never fuck with you. Okay. That's, I promise. That's a that's a promise. You're about to break, probably by the end of this podcast. Hey, look, look, look. <laughs> I'm a man of my word, okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Kill Switch. Uh, I, Tom, I'm pretty sure you've heard of this. I don't know, Shanae, if you've heard of Kill Switch. Uh, that sounds super familiar. It sounds like it was a... I don't know. I don't know what it... I don't know. I'm probably mixing it up with something else. Uh, so, or I'm thinking about, or I'm thinking about the band Kill Switch Engage. Like I don't know. E. Uh, so. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. It's all right. It's all right. Uh, so I think this is probably as far as outside of Time Crisis, this is the first cover-based shooter that I've ever played. I think. Um, and I I feel like it, I've I remember feeling about feeling like it was revolutionary for the time. Because I guess I had never played, I don't know, I don't know if because I had never played another cover-based shooter or what. But I remember it, having so much fun with it. Uh, each level, you're just going through, like, different ways of enemies and, like, taking cover behind whatever you can. Like, uh, and just, and taking, and, like, just shooting at them. And just keep shooting until they're dead. I remember how cool it was to, like, blind fire around a corner and, like, taking guys out that way. Um, so it is a light gun game? No. It is no, a th okay. it's a third person okay. shooter. Um, this was the this was the third person cover based shooter uh, before Gears of War came out. Yeah, just because you said Time Crisis, I just assumed. Yeah, I I feel like I, I I guess I felt like if I said I'd never played a cover based shooter before, then someone was right, gonna say, right, right. "Have you never played Time Crisis?" And I'm like, "Oops, yeah, I have." Yeah. Um, he was <laughs> he was stopping you from like gotcha. <laughs> Look, I'm not I'm not in the market to get got right now, okay? Um, but it was I think it's like it's one of the few Namco games that I've played that wasn't a fighting game. Um, uh, but like it, it's it's very it's a very simplistic game, but it's very it, I think as far especially for the time, it's very it's a very fun third-person shooter. Uh, just kind of you have your assault rifle. In, in fact, you have the one assault rifle, 
and then you have some grenades and you just make your just way. Just one. Just just the one. Okay. <laughs> and you just make your way through the different levels, like throwing grenades and shooting shooting at guys. Um, it's it's just a, it's just a cool a cool shooter that I don't think a lot of people have played. Um, and I guess like and I I know the game didn't review very well, but I I had a I think it like a if we're talking about numerical you know scores, it got like it was getting like fives out of ten. So, but I don't know it's a, I think it's a it's a really fun game. Uh, and I just got a couple more on here. That so the next one is I lost my hold on I lost my place. Okay, the next <laughs> the next one is uh, state of the state of emergency. Man, I knew that was going to come up. Whenever you talked about uh, the last beat 'em up you were talking about, I was like, that sounds like a state of emergency kind of game. That's pretty funny. Yeah. So uh, it's basically that game, dude. It's so that game. okay. So state of emergency is basically riot the video game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dope. So um, oh. <laughs> I like it. Uh, so basically, like, you play as one of four characters, one is, like, and, uh, one is, like, a former cop, another one is an escaped convict, another one's a news reporter, uh, another one is, like, just some guy. Um, so, (laughs) you, so the first, the first level of the game is, like, you're in a mall in the midst of a riot, and people are just running around, and then, like, there are riot cops that are trying to restore order, I guess, and you're beating them up. While also throwing Molotov cocktails into into people's businesses, and then yeah, it's a state of emergency. What else yeah. are you gonna do? It's a state of emergency, Shanae. This was never yeah. an arcade game, right? No, no, I remember it feeling very arcade. Yeah, it's got a very arcade feel to it because like you'll throw the you'll throw the Molotov into the business, and then like a score value will pop up. Yeah, uh, and so like the the whole game like it just it feels like an arcade game, but uh, this was like. At the point where like arcades were not really a thing anymore, um, it's uh, it's it's one of those Rockstar games that like people don't really talk about because it was it was like after it was after GTA. Hold on, okay, it was after GTA Three, <laughs> but before Manhunt. So it was, it was kind of like where where does table tennis fall? Table tennis, <laughs> table tennis. Well, table tennis was after GTA Four, I think. Okay. Um. Yeah. After four? Yeah. Wait. What? No. It was before four. I think I, it came I, out the I'm year. A, I'm finding. I'm I think it came it out right two, two, one or two years before GTA Four. Okay. I think. So let's let so State of Emergency is 2002. After Grand Theft Auto Three, uh, it is uh 2002. Nice. You are right. Man, it was after State of Emergency was after GTA Three. Yeah. Yep, and it was Can right before Vice City. The balls you must have. To release State of Emergency after GTA 3. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Rockstar Table Tennis came out before 4, yeah. but after Grand Theft Auto, uh, Liberty City Stories. So, yeah. So. Uh, so, Table Tennis came out 2006, 4 came out 2008. It's a fun game. Uh, there's, <laughs> the, Xbox, though, X, the Xbox version, though, added multiplayer, but, like... Uh, it just is kind of weird. No good. It's it, well, it just it's. I I never understood like I don't remember knowing the point of the multiplayer because it wasn't cooperative. It was like weirdly competitive in some way, but I don't I don't remember exactly the object of the game. Whose but... emergency is bigger? <laughs> <laughs> Who can make the biggest emergency? Um, I'll, I'll play that game. 
And I just got uh, two more here. Uh, so Terminator 3 Redemption. Oh, yeah. So That was a cool one. In my opinion, one of the best uh, video games based on that franchise. Uh, so... Like its namesake, it is based on the third film in the in the in the franchise. Uh, very huge focus on uh, vehicles in the game. There's some on foot sections, but most of the game you're like in a vehicle uh, of some kind. Um, and one of the things I love about the game is the different ways that it was able to like give you different like perspectives on different parts of that movie. Uh, by like playing it like a different way, like there's a part where the T, like not the T1000, the Terminatrix, uh, <laughs> is like going after John Connor, and you gotta ch- you gotta catch up to the Terminatrix. But the Terminatrix is in a sports car, and you're in this old pickup, so you have to take a shortcut, and you're doing all these jumps in the pickup, like to, to like to make sure you're, you you stay caught up. And um, but one of the, my favorite feature of that game. Is that it had a button on the controller specifically for spouting one-liners, and nice. I, I would press that button a lot. And there's a part where you're uh, on the back of a truck, and there are T800 skeletons that have grabbed the back of the truck. You shoot the thing's head off, and the Terminator says, "Don't lose your head." <laughs> and then he kills another one. He's like, "So, so play it." <laughs> <laughs> I recommend it. Um, but it is it is a legitimately good game, though. Um, especially, like... And I know that that franchise, like, that license doesn't have a whole lot of good games associated with it. But that is definitely one of the, one of the really good ones. I think there's an okay amount of them, you know? Yeah, I liked that one. There was another one that was kind of a prequel called Terminator yeah. Dawn of Fate. I think that's 2. the one I remember. Yeah, it's a, it's a, that's a, that's a really cool one too. Yeah. Um, and then the, the NES Terminator was pretty cool. I didn't play that one. It's a little side scroller. You're Kyle Are you Kyle Reese? Like yeah. For some reason, you're in the fucking sewers, and there's a bunch of Terminators in the sewers, like <laughs> multiple Terminators in the sewers. He couldn't even handle the one. Yeah. How is he going to handle multiple? <laughs> <laughs> uh, hold on. I, oh, there it is. All right. And lost my place again. My bad. Um, oh, okay. There we are. Uh, th- so there was a, uh, also one. I'm, I'm going to bring it up. You can't play it anymore as far as I know. But. Well, what's the point? Because well, it was a key. Cool <laughs> uh, so there's a game that I, I liked a lot called Hellgate London. Um, and it's basically like. Hell has taken over the world, specifically in London. I was like, the world or London? <laughs> and well, they don't actually they don't actually state what the state of the rest of the world is. But I imagine if hell is in London, then everything else is kind of fucked. I mean, up. I guess like I, mean, I guess like London could be the hell mouth in like the first place. Yeah, the big mouth. So, um, the game was made by uh, the game was made by the the. Uh, the creative, I believe it was the creative director of the first of the original Diablo, and um, and it basically plays like that, except it's like it's a third or first person shooter, loot based, uh, and you have different uh, classes that you can that you can control. Like you have, 
You have a you have two classes that are like basically like the tank that use like a, that use a, that like are like a, an armor and they have a sword. The other ones are um, uh, they use guns and they have like different like machines to help them out. And the third the the other two are uh, are like magic users. And I like what I, one of the things I liked about it is that on all the weapons and armor, like you can like one of the pieces of loot that you get. There's different like modules that you can load on your guns or on your sword or whatever to like upgrade different properties of of uh, of that weapon to like so they can like amplify a certain kind of damage or make the weapon like maybe your weapon doesn't do fire damage but you put that thing you put that module on the on the gun and it now it does fire damage yeah. and it was cool because like everyone that you put on the weapon was like it was visually represented on the gun uh, or if you put it on the armor it was, like visually represented on the armor. Um, and it didn't, it didn't, you know, it didn't like garner like the player base to like keep it going, so the game was ultimately shut down. Um, but like, it was cool because I think that like there are a lot of ARPGs out there that are basically Diablo, and yes, there are, and you know, play that game felt like such like a really huge like breath of fresh air because i i hadn't like this was keep in mind this was before borderlands came out by the way yeah so i think it was like 07 or 08 when this game came out and it was just it just felt cool like being like play being able to play an arpg that was like also a shooter was like a really right, like a really right, cool right. experience you um, can't single player it nowadays um maybe i don't know where you're gonna i it's it's not you can't buy it anywhere uh, oh. I have a physical. I, I was throwing through my games earlier. Actually, I found my physical copy of the game. Well, that's uh, what I mean. Like, if you go on eBay and buy a disc, yeah. Uh, I think just... the game will still boot up in single player mode, um, yeah. but I, I I'm not sure about that. Um, yeah, and you know, I I think that like I remember when the game got shut down, and I was like, I was like really really hoping. I was like, please let them bring it back. I kept hearing rumors about them bringing back, and like there are people who like. Had, this was back when I believed online petitions meant something, and like I saw, <laughs> my, like, I saw like I saw online petitions like to bring the game back. I was like, dude, they have so many signatures. This game's gonna come back. I know it. Well, you know, obviously it didn't, but yeah. you know, that's very funny. Yeah, so it goes, but you know, but uh, yeah, that was uh, actually. Wow, I actually did get through all of the games on my list. Uh, except, yeah, I, I put Marathon on here. Uh, but um, it's, uh, Marathon was important to me because it was the first first-person shooter game that I ever played where I could look in all directions. Yeah. And it did some really cool stuff with, like, I don't know if you'd call this physics because I don't know if it's physics or not. But there was a gun in the game called a fusion pistol. And if you shot the fusion pistol while you were standing in water, it would kill you. <laughs> so, <laughs> but like it would also kill anybody who also was standing in water. But it was cool because it, it, it like it lets you look in all directions. It had like dynamic uh, NPC behavior. Uh, sometimes you had yeah. like NPC like friendly NPCs that would come and try to help you, and they would uh, they would fight against the aliens that were trying to kill you. This was the game that this is the first person shooter that Bungie made before Halo. Um, it's still easy to get a hold of too. Yeah, I think they re-released it on the 360 at some they point. They did, yeah. 
Um, and yeah, it's it's a really, really, really cool game, especially for the time. Um, I never did finish it because I I really always had like the hardest time like navigating the levels in that game. But the game is really, it's a really fun like first person shooter, especially like I, especially now that I, like when I think about it, I now have like this revitalized appreciation for uh, 90s first person shooters. Um, and this was one of those that was like doing things that like I had never seen before. This was before I played this was before I ever played Turok or Duke Nukem. So like I those hadn't had the ch- opportunity to blow my mind yet. Um, and <clears throat> also like me being like the person who loves Terminator Two uh, a lot with the with this with uh, Arnold like spinning the lever action shotgun when he's reloading it. Uh, the the uh, marathon has it to where you can dual wield these two shotguns, and every time you shoot them, he, he flips them. He flips them every time he shoots them, and so it's it's really neat. Dusk man, Dusk does that too. Yeah, um, Dusk is like, and that's Dusk is another one of those games where, uh, like, if you have an appreciation for like '90s shooters and like like everything about those games, and like that's one of the, that's definitely like a good tribute. Also. Uh, Ion Fury is a game you should check out um, if you like those. But yeah, thank you for letting me get through my entire list because it was really long. But <laughs> I have a lot of games that I love. It's okay. There's uh... more to get through. I've got the list for all the guys in the Discord. And we'll go through these fast because I don't know a lot of these games. If you guys do know these games, though, speak up and yeah. tell me what they are. Okay? Let's go through them. And also... But don't name names on who suggested what. I'm going to. <laughs> Corey, sug- Corey brought up Iconoclast, which I did play Iconoc- a little bit Fuck. of. That sounds and familiar. It was, it was a PS Plus game. It was pretty cool. Like, oh, yeah. I know Iconoclast. Hard. I played like yeah, 10 minutes of that game. game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I liked it a lot. I just never never got around to it. Yeah. He also brings up the incredible adventures of Van Helsing 1, 2, and 3. I've seen uh, those games I a million know. times. but Yeah, they're like Diablo-esque games. Yeah. They're, they're always on sale. I've never played them. And I still don't buy them for some reason. And Anodyne, which I have no idea what that is. I've heard of Anodyne. Yeah. But no I don't clue. think I know what that game is. Uh, James Sandusky brings up Axelay, which is a really cool, if I'm thinking of the right game, really cool SNES Axel- side-scrolling shooter. Axelay? Like, like uh, yeah. Like, it's a, you know, like a, a, a shoot up Okay. Uh, and I think it has a hillbilly on the cover. Really weird. If it's the game I'm thinking of. Oh, then that's definitely James uh, Sandusky's I video it's, game. It's a, I say it is a Super Nintendo game. It kind of looks like it has, like, like a demon in, like, the top left corner <laughs> and the bottom right kind of like, like a spaceship, I guess. Okay. I, don't I know might not be thinking be. of the right game. I might be thinking the wrong one. Anyways. Space Griffin, I have no idea what that is. Space Wait, what is it? Space Griffin? Yeah. That sounds awesome. I just want it to be a real thing. Mystical Ninja, which I believe is the N64 going on game. I think, isn't I that think? the, I feel like that's a game that that made frequent appearances on Nick Arcade. Maybe, I don't know. Uh, he's got Willow on here, which there are several video game versions of Willow. I only know the arcade one. There's the arcade one and there's an NES one. But both of them are good, so that's fine. Uh, he's got Dragon Guard Three, which is infamous for having extremely bad frame rate. But uh, that game looks badass, and I'll get to it at some point. Uh, GI Joe Arcade, which is cool. I didn't know that was a thing. And one we all played, 
Wario Land on the Virtual Boy. So, nice. That's cool. Yeah. And then Kyle uh, brought up the Born Conspiracy for Xbox 360 and PS3. I haven't played that game, but I I can imagine what it is like. I'm imagining a Splinter Cell Conviction kind of. Oh, deal. so it's like a so it's like a, like a Jason Bourne game. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I I yeah. imagine. Did you play Quantum of Solace on Xbox 360? Mm-hmm. No. That's what I'm picturing. So Quantum of Solace was like James Bond, you know, yeah. but like. It was done by Call of Duty devs, so it was like super fun. You yeah, know? It was a first person shooter, right? It was third person, but oh, yeah. I thought that was first person. Yeah, super cool. And I have no idea if that's what the whole conspiracy is like, but that's the way I imagine it. So. Yeah. Well, that's how, like, let's never play it so we always think it's that. No, I'm going to order that. <laughs> I haven't played a lot of 360 lately. Yeah, we have, nice. a th- we have a 360 in our in our room that I need to hook up because I've. I got a lot. I got a whole fucking case of 360 games that need to get played. Yeah, crack them open. Yeah, I'm going to crack them. I mean, them. you're not doing it right now. Uh, uh, okay. Any other, uh, <laughs> any other uh, suggestions? No, that's it. But thanks, guys. And I will actually play some of them. Uh, I can see three here that I, I will play. So, so. Um, so whenever I was doing, like, trying to think of, like, hidden gem games for this, I, since I don't really think of it that way, I was, like, underrated games, like, things like that, and a lot of them just seem kind of lame, all that, like, uh, so then I started looking wow. at, like, commercial failures, wow. as far as, like, the list goes, and, like, and then I will, I, well, then I just, like, look at all consoles. Mojo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would never, uh, I would never. Hey, look, Watch Mojo have... is a reliable source of good <laughs> don't information. Fuck Good opinions, okay. Yeah. So I just I just moved my uh, video on my phone to be over your face, Ryan, and I'm really glad I did it, so I don't have to see that garbage come out of there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. So then I was like looking at lists of consoles, like all the games, like trying to like remind myself. But I ended up finding like a Wikipedia thing where it's like commercial failures in video games and it's like cool. hardware, software, and other stuff. Yeah. And so if any of y'all listening ever get bored, go through that list and then like hit us up and let us know what you think about some of the things. Or specifically me. Just at me. I will get on if I'm at it. Uh, no one ever adds me. <laughs> it's happened. Yeah. But I turn on notifications <laughs> but I turn on notifications on my phone now. Okay. Cool. Uh, but yeah, because there's like something. There's a lot of things I forgot about. At least like hardware-wise on there. Or uh, if you think about, if you have any comments on any of the hidden gem games we've mentioned, you can let us know about those. Um, any closing thoughts, guys? Uh, no. Except, play the games I mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> well, obviously that. Check them out. uh, Play at least one third of the games Ryan mentioned. (laughs) Yeah, don't definitely don't play all of those games, man. He mentioned too many. Play all of them. Yeah, Yeah. look, I was telling Tom that I'm having a really hard time remembering anything I played before the PS2 Xbox era, Mm. and it's too many games. That's what it'll do to you. 
it'll fuck your brain up. <laughs> Video games were a mistake. I regret everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, you can listen to us on most podcasts. Uh, providers. We are on the YouTube, so we got a Discord, and it will be linked. And mm, bye, guys. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. Before we go, I, this 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 just popped into my brain. Um, just is it another is... game? Because we're not doing this. Hold on, <laughs> hold on. Oh, okay. So I have been getting I have been getting asked uh, more recently uh, about uh, us getting about us receiving emails. So. Uh, if you do want to email us, our email address is still active. Save Continue Podcast at gmail.com. Send them emails, okay? If you want to send emails about asking questions or whatever, send them in, okay? I just want to say that because we've been getting asked about the email. I've been getting asked about the email address more recently, so just say okay, it. Okay, okay. Save Continue Podcast at gmail.com. Because we're professionals, so Offer we Offer code podcast. <laughs> That's right. I, I'll and I'll put the email address in the description. But we used to have podcast at savecontinue dot com, but yeah, they but, stopped yeah. paying for that. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, but but Gmail is free. Savecontinuepodcast yeah. at gmail dot com. Okay, I said it three times. You guys, you got it. Mm, bye, guys. Later. <laughs>